0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Hi, this is Scott Galloway, NYU professor, best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, and the host of the Prop G Markets podcast. For nearly two years, Prop G Markets has brought listeners unfiltered analysis on high-flying stocks, burgeoning sectors, stupid acquisitions, and master of the universe CEOs. Starting May 20th, Prop G Markets is launching a new feed with two episodes per week. What a thrill! The good news? I know how to get your rich. The answer? It's on Prop G Markets. Don't miss out. Listen and subscribe to Prop G Markets wherever you get your podcasts. The GameStop story has been crazy, but is it all legal? Whether it's the flurry of retail traders driving up stock prices or the hedge funds and partner companies trying to maintain their dominance, Wall Street is entering some new territory and the rules aren't really clear. Here to explain why Congress is actually starting to get involved is Recode's Ronnie Mola. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Daddy. So catch me up on GameStop. So we talked here on the show about retail traders mobilizing on Reddit, obviously, a key part of the internet to buy a bunch of GameStop stock, right? And then there's this hedge fund called Melvin Capital, but hedge funds in general that were shorting the stock and they lost all this money. What's happened since we last talked about GameStop?
0: So basically Robinhood, you know, this commission-free app that everyone's been using to buy all these meme stocks, like GameStop and AMC uh, announced that it was actually going to restrict trading on certain stocks, including GameStop, right as all these people were making a lot of money and the stock price was super high. Okay, And as a result, everyone got really upset, especially these retail investors. Uh, a lot of people joined this class action lawsuit saying that Robinhood manipulated the market by restricting trades and caused them to lose a lot of money.
1: Hmm. So sort of this, this platform has become... Uh, Now being dogged by allegations that it's in the tank for one side or another. So why would Robinhood do this? Like, why would they, you know, if they're supposed to just facilitate trades and not care whether GameStop goes up or down? I know they make money based on volume, so they want more activity. But why would Robinhood care if some hedge funds were taking a hit?
0: So I don't think Robinhood did care that hedge funds were taking a hit. There's a lot of confusion about this, but basically it comes down to okay. this plumbing about how like the market works and how trades are actually executed that you would never really need to know. But essentially, because all of these people were investing in these really volatile stocks, you know, stocks whose prices go up and down, Robinhood has to keep a certain amount of money, these uh, deposits with clearinghouses that are based on how volatile a stock is.
1: So Robin has to keep some money just in case stuff goes wrong, basically. Uh, yes,
0: yeah, es- essentially. And because okay. so many people were trading in these really volatile stocks, they had to keep a lot more money, something like tenfold what they're used to, and they just didn't have the money for uh, it. Okay. So they actually had to get a, an infusion of cash, uh, rely on a few of their investors to give them you know, a billion plus dollars in order that they could keep letting people trade, you know, they came out and said that we didn't want to stop anyone from trading anything. This has nothing to do with, you know, hedge funds or anything. This was just a we didn't have enough money to clear these deposits.
1: Okay. So for all the conspiracy theories that have been going on about Robinhood somehow being on the take or something like that, you're saying the explanation is actually more boring. It just has to do with the way that complex financial transactions like this happen.
0: Right. And I mean, it doesn't help that the way that Robinhood makes money is it actually has this other company called Citadel Securities actually execute its trades and th- they pay Robinhood and they make money because they you know sell the stocks for a little bit more than they buy them for. They make a few pennies on each trade. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who owns Citadel Securities also owns a hedge fund called Citadel, which helps bail out Melvin Capital, which was shorting GameStop.
1: Okay. So there's some associations between between uh, Robin Hood and the people who were shorting the stock.
0: Yes, but they're saying this had nothing to do with the decision they made. They, that was simply because the re- deposit requirements were too big. Sure, sure.
1: Okay, so now what happens now? I mean, so we're starting to see some action in Washington about this. Obviously, this is politically appealing to a lot of people because you can run against Wall Street, run against Silicon Valley, run against the rich people. Like, tell me what we can expect, obviously, there's a lot going on in D.C., but this seems like something that could have some you know, bipartisan outrage to it.
0: Yeah, you saw lawmakers on both sides of the aisle tweeting and calling for hearings. There's definitely going to be uh, multiple hearings in mm-hmm. Congress about what happened precisely. Lawmakers are pretty happy to find any reason to call into question what's going on in Wall Street and why a lot of this seems very unfair.
1: Conservative Republicans like Ted Cruz want some answers. Progressive Democrats like Liz Warren Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez are making a big deal about this. Warren obviously has a background in financial regulation. Tell me me what she's thinking about what Congress should do about this, just so we get a flavor of the types of things being talked about in Washington.
0: Yeah, she's saying there needs to be an SEC investigation. The SEC needs to do their job, make sure there's more transparency in financial markets, make sure it's not rigged, make sure there's no Uh manipulation. So she's sort of just calling for them to figure out what's going on.
1: Are they doing anything about this yet?
0: Uh, so the SEC said it's monitoring the situation. It's also going to look into whether any investors were disadvantaged because they weren't allowed to buy these certain securities. Um, it's also important to know that the SEC is in transition right now. They have an acting chair, but they're waiting for their nominee, uh, Gary Gensler, to actually be confirmed. But in the meantime, yeah, you're, you're just going to see the SEC monitoring the situation.
1: Yeah. That makes me wonder, how does Robinhood feel about sort of these allegations or conspiracy theories? Robinhood is now being a little bit more open about what happened than they were in the initial kind of crisis mode.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've lifted some of the limits that they had on securities. You could now buy GameStop again. You buy a few more shares of AMC. Um, okay. They're also going on this sort of like PR offensive where they're saying exactly what happened. They you know they want to tell you all about clearing houses. They want to tell you about the deposits, uh, the volatility, you know, how, how they had to spend so much more money this time. So like even the CEO Vlad Tenev went on Clubhouse yesterday with Elon Musk and kind of tried to explain exactly what happened, um, you know, and they're just trying to say this wasn't some sort of giant Wall Street cabal. This was a really boring thing that had to do with deposit requirements.
1: Yeah, the truth is often uh, less interesting than the fiction. You can follow more of Ronnie's reporting on GameStop at Rico.net. Thanks so much for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me.